Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Hey guys, welcome to Talking at the Talent, Season 1, Episode 12. Uh, I'm Bess. I'm Alex. And this episode is called Leech. Yes. And, uh, oh boy. Alex is gonna get angry, you guys. Yeah, this is the first time I'm gonna really, like, like, this is, yeah. I haven't mostly actually been angry so far. Yeah, no, Uh, so, uh, this is good. (laughs) Get to see angry Alex. This is gonna be fun. Um, I, for the record, am not particularly angry, but I'm very, oh my god, the explicitness of the the queer metaphor this episode. It's, like, overwhelmingly intense. So... Um, um, we should start with the plot summary. Yep. Uh, so the guest star for this episode is... Uh, it's an Ashmore! Yes, it is Sean Ashmore, which I know because I wrote it down when yep. I showed it in the credits, because I cannot keep them, like, I cannot remember which of them is ever in which thing. Uh, Aaron is the one who's on Killjoys. Okay, well, I mean... Uh, yeah. And so, presumably, then, he is the one who plays Jimmy Olsen's brother, Jimmy Olsen, because it's the other Ashmore yeah. from the one who is in this episode. Right, I think so, yes. Because they did not bring back the same Ashmore to play a different character. Right. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah. he, he is a tiny baby. Um, yeah, no, baby Ashmore. I mean, he's probably, like, 20, but yeah, no, he's I mean, very young. Well, comparatively, we just watched all of Killjoys just, like, yeah. uh, what, like, a month, a month and a half ago? Right. So, like, where we just watched his identical twin Aaron <laughs> as a main character. So, comparatively, he yes. looks very young here. Um, but so the episode up- opens when they're on a geology field trip where they go Uh, they have like a scavenger hunt where they have to collect different types of rocks uh in a forest in a forest because that is a thing that is helpful and educational and a thing science classes do apparently right no and it's like so again the forest is like clearly like vancouver right but also like yeah like if you sent me into the woods and told me to find a piece of rose quartz i feel like (laughs) that would be really difficult no like, I don't care if we've just been doing a geology. Like, yeah, I can like, know what rose quartz looks like all I want. Like, that doesn't mean there's, like, tons of it just lying around. Well, wherever. and also, how is that educationally helpful? No, it isn't. To go... Anyway. But anyway, this yeah, is irrelevant. the rocks that they mention looking for our rose quartz. But the important rock, part of this is uh, that... Which yeah. I assume Meteor Rock is actually very easy to locate. Right, because it's Smallville. <laughs> so one of the rocks that they have to find on their geological scavenger hunt is a Meteor Rock. And so yeah, basically in this scene we introduce Baby Ashmore who is playing Eric and his dad who is the geology teacher who's, who's super an mean. Um and so there's this girl, Holly, Holly, that he is interested in, but who has a boyfriend who like warns him off of her or whatever when right. he just tries to talk to her. Because like whatever. Yeah, yeah he like offers her he's like, Here, Holly, do you want a meteor rock? And she's like, I already got that one, thanks. And then her boyfriend is like And then her boyfriend is an asshole to him. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's um, how that goes. But yeah, then when they're supposed to, like, leave, and there's a storm coming, and they're supposed to, like, leave, and and Eric isn't there, and Clark is just like, I'll go find him, and the teacher and bus driver both just let him go, like, look for him, which I That's think how that works. probably not. No, they like, can't like, do that. That's not how that works at all. Um, but yeah, <laughs> who I want nerds? 
he finds uh he finds Eric uh standing on on the t- on the top like ridge he's thing at the top of a it's of at a the dam. top of a dam yeah right he's like standing like halfway up on the railing and like listening to emo music in his headphones um <laughs> oh my god just. Yeah. And then he uh, he almost falls off, and Clark grabs him. And then at that moment, like lightning strikes them both, and also Eric is holding a meteor rock, right? So, of course, this uh, this results in. I mean, this is not like necessarily immediately apparent, but this results in in then like Clark's powers being transferred over to Eric, right? Um, thus, Leech. Yes, this episode is so much more reasonably named than. The yeah. last two episodes, although it's Leech like, isn't quite the right no. word because, like Leech, I feel like wouldn't would generally imply like his powers being siphoned off over time. Leech would have been really a happen. better name for like the cold episode. Well, it'd be kind of yeah, but because anyway. like that guy literally like leeched like, heat off yes, people, right? But and anyway, this is, like a one-time transfer kind of thing, right? It's a, yeah, it's a one-time. Yeah, no, that chocolate's not for you. But this is at least more reasonably named than either Hug or Shimmer. Yep. No, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, basically, like, Clark, over time, realizes that he doesn't have his powers, and he, like, there's a couple of scenes where he talks to his parents about that, and, like... Jonathan is an asshole, and I hate him so much! Yeah, Jonathan is not... I'm fine. Yeah, Jonathan is, like, clearly, like, <clears throat> totally pleased He's with so him. happy. Oh, Jonathan can like. Could not be more thrilled that he finally has a normal son. Yeah. And like, oh Martha, my god. Martha even like really kind of calls him on that. Um, he does! And he doesn't even respond! No. He just like smiles. Yeah. Um, but so. He doesn't even fucking deny it! Yeah. God, I hate him. Uh, <laughs> um. So like, Alex gets angry about Jonathan Kent, but the thing she gets really angry about it is Lex. Right. I have a lot of feelings about- a lot no, of feelings I, get, about- I get madder about, like, I get mad at Jonathan most when he's being mean to Lex. Right. So. No, and I <laughs> I have a lot more feelings about Clark than Alex does, so I get really angry at yeah. Jonathan. Well, it's not like he's being, like, he isn't at all mean to Clark in this episode or anything. It's just, like, well, that he clearly, like- No, I mean, yeah. like, mean is not the right no, word. Right. Okay, so we have to talk about- so. Before we can get into this discussion. So we have to talk about, so, Clark no longer has his powers, and he's normal now, right? And so, as, over the course of the next few scenes, he begins to realize, oh, I can play sports No, right, like, normal like the, boys. Like the scene that represents, I can, like, I can participate in normal life in the way that I couldn't before, is that he plays sports and, like, bonds with Whitney, like... Yeah, and bonds with Whitney in, like, a, like bros way and then like can then, like be around Lana because he's no longer yeah, affected by her necklace. Where they kind of like linger on the necklace and it's like, oh this like barrier between them has been removed because he's not weird anymore. Yeah. No, and it's like he can play he can he can be bros and play sports and like and it's 
so 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 coded oh yeah. my god no, i can't even super, get over it i can't even get over it and so like in the context of that like jonathan like the entire way that yeah. jonathan acts no. this episode is just so on the, on like the level of metaphor it reads very much as like it's so like oh well been like cured of your weirdness and i'm like not going to quite directly say that i always wanted you to be this way but i did always want you to be this way and i'm pleased uh, i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i just I really hate Jonathan Kent. And this is, like, the thing about Jonathan Kent that I hate the most. The most. The most. Yeah. The most. He's, like, he's so... I can't. I can't. No, and I think it... Deal with him at all. (laughs) It aggravates me more. Like, there's other ways that this comes out that are more, like, directly kind of shitty parenting than this is. Because this is kind of, like, very low-key and metaphorical. No, but the thing um, about this is that, really, like... it's really, like, with it, the metaphor, it, it really... With the metaphor, it's, really, it's like, yeah. every part of the metaphor yes. is so bang on. It, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, painful to watch because it's, like, literally, like, this is... If you had, like, gone through and, like, search replaced in this script, like, all the references to Clark's, like, meteor powers with, like, with, like, gay, right? Like... Some of Jonathan's lines yes. verbatim would not have changed. No, I mean, if he was like some yeah. homophobic, right, right, Midwestern farm dad, you no. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like they literally, like, verbatim would not have changed. And it's so, like, that's how bang on the metaphor is in this episode. Yeah. And it's like, because of that, it's so, like, ugh. Ugh, Jonathan no. is um, the worst. But yeah, so basically that's what Clark is doing. And meanwhile, like, Eric is, like, his dad is, I think, kind of clearly, like, actually pretty abusive. Oh, no, his- He goes to hit him in one scene. Yeah, no, I mean, Uh, Eric's dad is, like, explicitly abusive. Um, so he's kind of, like, he saves- or he, whatever. There's, like, a purse snatcher on, like, the main street of Smallville, right, which seems that's a mildly thing. implausible, but, like, whatever, I guess. Right. Um, which, uh, what's the fucking again? I come back to, how big a town is Smallville? Like, I don't think you could actually get away with purse, purse snatching in a town that small. No, it's like, where was that guy even going to run to, kind right. of? Right, where, one, where yeah. was he going to run to? <laughs> Two, isn't the whole thing with, like, I don't know how small towns work, but isn't the whole thing about how small towns yeah, like that, that work, that everybody everyone. knows each other? Yeah. You can't just purse snatch. Right. He didn't have his face covered or anything. No. Um, but whatever. Uh, so so Chloe's purse gets snatched, or I guess like her bag. She's yeah, it's like a messenger computer. bag that has her laptop and stuff. In um, it. and Eric, which like, super like also this is like two thousand one. She's like a tenth or like a ninth grader with a laptop. Yeah, I mean that's not like that's un un like less statistically likely, but you know I can see her doing that. Maybe she. Presumably has, like, a decent amount of money. I guess so. Um, I guess so. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, so Eric, like, zooms after the guy and, like, throws him away and stuff. And, like, Chloe, I guess, gets to somehow write an article about this for the Smallville paper. Which, like, they say offhand. I don't know why they would let her do that. No. They would interview her. Sure. But whatever. No. Um. I guess they're so strapped for writers that... no, I don't. Nope. I can't. Nope. <laughs> nope. I got nothing. Uh, and calls him Superboy, but with his space, uh-huh, possibly for legal reasons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, like I think because I'm not sure they could have used the 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 the, the word the word Superboy, Superboy at this time. I'm don't, not sure. Did how they, how they have? The, they did a plot with Khan later. Don't they have the rights to it? 
There was a time when they didn't. Really? There was a time when they didn't. There was a time when DC Comics didn't have the right to the word Superboy. <gasps> I forgot about that legal struggle! Yeah. Oh, that's right! Um, and I don't know, I don't know if when Khan shows up they call him Superboy or not. Really? Do they not? Well, I haven't seen it, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um. I always, I forget that you haven't seen that stuff, because I always think that that's the part where you were watching, but that's... No, that's way later. Yeah, it's after you stopped, so... But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if that's why they didn't. They have put a space in it, but it right. could be. Um, Whatever. No. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, there's this scene where like Chloe is talking about this afterwards, and Eric comes up, and she's kind of clearly like a little bit romantic, like into yeah. Him, like, no, she's like kind of flirty, like oh. And then Clark gets like does the thing again, uh, where he's, like, gets like the shit or get off the pot, Clark. Right. Um. And like specifically, like Eric says, like. Did you make up Superboy? I liked that. And then Clark, he leaves and Clark is like, I thought it was kind of stupid. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're just insulting Uh, her. Like, that's so awful. Oh my god. Clark, why are you like this, buddy? Um, yeah. So, so yeah, but there's like, so Eric for a while is like, liked by people, but then his dad like, wants him to see a doctor and then, like, go see some specialist in Metropolis. Who can study him, basically. Right, and he gets gets mad, and, like, later he kind of beats up the, like, bully guy that that girl he likes is dating, and then, like, everyone's really freaked out by that, and, like... He throws Clark, who doesn't have his powers... Right. um, Um, into a car, and also, like, throws a car across the parking lot and it rolls... Also, there were uh, extras in this scene who were not white. Yeah, there were not white people in Smallville. Right. Uh, although they none of them had lines. Yeah. But there were not white people in Smallville besides Pete and Lana, depending on whether we've decided whether the narrative is actually reading Lana's. Yeah, which I tend to think not. that the, the the show itself is trying to read her as white. Yeah, but, right. Like uh, that's really awkward. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's not the first show to do that. It no. won't be the last. Um, but yeah, I I feel like there are like they try and kind of be like I don't know. Like they they act as if like Smallville is like not racist. You know, in this way that I'm kind of like, would it be, though? Yeah, well, I mean, that's an entirely other can of worms, but yeah, no, I definitely But then they also do that mostly by, like, you know, having, like, Pete, who they, like, never give a good plotline to, so... (laughs) Good job, guys. Yeah. Um, but But yeah, yeah, Eric, so Eric, and then he gets into, like, a bigger fight with his dad and, like, throws a car at his own roof and stuff. And, like, eventually Clark decides he needs to, like, do something about that, because he's not, like, Eric is not, like, dealing with right. this well. Right. Um, and there's this scene where he asks Lana for his necklace, because he needs kryptonite to, like... To stop Eric. To stop Eric, and then, like... Because nobody big... knows how to stop Eric, and yeah, Clark is right. the one who knows, well, he has my powers, so I can stop him with the meteor rocks. But yeah, and that scene is also very, like... Like, oh, I'm oh. going to have to, like, give up Lana when I get my powers back. Oh, the know? metaphor is so complete! Yeah. Um, but so he does go and they, like, are back at the fucking, uh, what the thing? The dam. Um, yeah. And there's also- And Eric, like, yeah, is, like, standing on the thing. Yeah, he, like, jumps Also, off. over the course of this episode, he's required- He's oh, required yeah, he, he more does, and more, yeah. like, douchey, like, early 2000s- cool, like, yeah. clothing. No, he got himself a leather trench coat. Yeah, so and, he's wearing uh, a leather trench coat and, like, a red shirt and, like, 
And, like, a yeah. douchey, like, metal necklace and a, like, skull belt buckle, I think. Like No, and he shows up at the school in the time when he beats up the bully guy or the, like, whatever. In, like, the black trench coat. Yeah, in a black trench coat with a boombox. Right! Which is, like, oh, yeah, he's, like, surely, carrying a fucking boombox. Surely by 2001 that was passe. Yeah. Wasn't it? I, I think know. it was. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. So, that was a long time ago was. now, but I think it was. Um, but we possibly weren't old enough to fully mm, say. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but whatever. So yeah, he's he's like sulking by the dam, and then he like jumps off. He says like to see if what'll happen. Yeah, he something. wants to like test his limits. And not only is he fine, but that does not damage his clothes at all. Apparently, obviously. Um, but then, yeah, there's, like, You can't like a... hurt the leather trench coat, Alex. <laughs> but there's, like, a, uh, electricity station thing. Conveniently. Whatever. Yeah. That they, like, yeah, he breaks into and they... Right they next to the dam, yeah. Electrocuted through the kryptonite and whatever, and then they've switched back. And, uh, Eric gets, uh, gets, uh, put on an ambulance. Um... Yep. Although he does come back in season three for one episode or possibly two, depending on how that two-parter shakes out. I don't quite remember. We'll see when we get there. That's a while yet. Um, So yeah, so the meteor mutant of the episode gets put on an ambulance. We have no convenient amnesia or deaths or anything, really, this episode. Um, So yeah, but that's the main plot. Um, And then there's like a couple different... Okay, well, so first of all, there's like Lana's thing, which is that... Okay, well, there's... What there is, is there's... A conclusion to the ongoing Lex Victoria plot. Yes. And then there's there's, there's a, a brief a, mention of the Whitney ongoing plot. Yeah, so they basically just, like, they just mention again that Whitney is dealing with his dad being sick. And I think maybe... And they, that, like, he's having trouble dealing with that, that it's, like, affecting yeah. him. He's having trouble with his classes and his football training and how that might affect his scholarship. Right. Um, and then, like, Lana has this thing where her aunt is selling the store... And also the movie theater next door, which I don't think they've mentioned before that she owns, but apparently she does. Yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, that is Which has been closed like... for a while and is called the Talon. Right. So this is our yes. namesake. Yep. <laughs> um, hey, it's the Talon. Uh, but yeah, it's, and it's, Lana tells this story about how it's the movie theater where her parents met and she knows all this, this incredibly detailed story about that that's not actually that interesting. Right. But, uh. Yeah, yeah. no, nobody cares. Although, the story does involve a viewing of close encounters. Right. And, and there's, they make a dumb joke about aliens. Yeah, and they make a dumb joke about, like, maybe she thought aliens were boring, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Clark is like, ha ha, who would think that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that's, like, the, the Lana thing pretty much. Um, and then, like, yeah, so they have the wrap-up of the Victoria and Lex plotline. Yes. Which involves... Okay, so, like, I'll let you take this one. <laughs> Victoria's dad, they, ha- they have a meeting with Victoria's dad. Oh, yeah. Dad. Well, so we have to talk about this. First of all, like, in this room that is <laughs> super weirdly dead. Like, it's some office building in Metropolis, but then it's decorated with, like, well, it's decorated it looks like, like, it looks like Inara's shuttle in Firefly. That's, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> like, fakey Indian Right, stuff. it's got all like, these, like, draped blankets and, like... In, like, jewel tones. And, right. Yeah. And, like, shimmery. And right. it's like, why? What? What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, I honestly can't even remember what they talk about in that first scene. It's, okay, so, like, oh, yeah. Oh, so this is the Cadmus Labs thing. Right. So, first there's this thing where, like, Harry and Victoria are going to fuck Lex over by buying Cadmus because, like, she found it on its computer or whatever. But then it turns out that, like, that was, like, a double bluff or whatever. And, like... 
actually it's worthless and they like buy it, spend all this money on it and then, yeah. like, it's not helpful and like that was like a thing Lex planted on his computer to whatever. Right. So the whole cabinets thing here is like a total like nothing. Right. It's just like a name. It doesn't actually use. have anything. They just, yeah, they just use the name. It doesn't actually have anything to do with Cadmus Labs. Um, right. So, yeah. And then at the end, like, Victoria's like, seems really mad at Lex for like, fucking her over even though she totally did that also to him right like they just mutually did that right it's not actually no you're kind of pretty much on even ground there yeah no seriously um and then at the end of the episode the reporter guy comes back and oh oh okay so let's let's wrap up this plot line yes no so this so yeah so um so one one of the things that nixon the reporter guy shows but just shows uh Shows Lex is shows that Lex he has pictures like, of Victoria and Lionel sleeping together. Just like gross. Yep, super gross. gross. I don't like it. Super gross. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not supposed no, to. I know. It's super it's gross. Just like, oh, Lionel, no. <laughs> well, Lionel is super gross. That's how Lionel works. Yep. So that's yeah. That whole plot line is pretty much wrapped up then. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what that like achieved. What, the whole Victoria plotline? Yeah. Mmm. I mean, Lex character development, potentially. Yeah. And a also, like, Lionel character development. Like, and I mean, Lex and Lionel's relationship. Like, weird, like. Somewhat, yes. Uh. Like, it does. It did do a lot to, like, reveal, like, stuff about how Lex feels about Lionel, which we didn't know previously. Well, kind of. I mean... I mean, stuff about, like... I mean, they had the whole conversation this episode with Lord Harry about, like... About, like, you know, your greatest ambition is to... Is to take over my father's company. And then he was like, no, that's yours. And then, like, there was the phone call at the end of the episode where Lex seemed, like, genuinely pleased that his father was, like, praising him for business stuff. kind of. I actually thought he seemed... I guess I would say ambivalent, but... Yes, but, like, the, but part yeah. of that was he was, I think... But, yeah, like, part, that includes being partly pleased. Right, exactly. Um, exactly. So... But, yeah, well, so I feel like, like, this, this, the phone call was actually good. A lot of the other stuff is, like, um... Well, and just the fact that he would enter yes. a, like, a agreement with... Victoria in order to, like, fuck over his father in the first place. Yeah, except for then he didn't end up doing that. I don't know, it's kind no, of No, he like, didn't, but he only- yeah. I, I always- I got the feeling that he only en- didn't end up doing that because Victoria screwed him first. Yeah, well, it's kind of- yes, probably. Um, like, he planted that thing there. Yes, and she could, she didn't have to use it. And she didn't it. have yes. to no, use that's it. that's absolutely true. And she um, did, and I feel like if she so hadn't yeah, if used she it, hadn't, he wouldn't have been the one to fuck true. her over. That's true. Um, I mean, that's a speculation on my part, but that was the feeling that I no, got. No, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I feel like a lot of it is, like, because, like, because that's all, that's Lex all over, right? Is he plants, he has contingency oh, yeah. plans. Well, but and also, he, he, he does the thing, but, like, he doesn't want people to fuck him over. He has plans in case they do, but he doesn't want to be no, the one, to, the well, first one to fuck them over. Well, what he does, actually, I think, 
he doesn't trust people, but right. he wants... He, 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 he wants to trust people, although he doesn't. No, and he can't, and, like, that's entirely because of precedent. Right, right? exactly. Like, that's a like, very understandable reaction, like, exactly. given, like, his entire life like up I to said, that point. Like I said, he wants um, to trust people, but, that but he, he, has ha- to, he knows he can't, so he, he has, has contingency to, plans. He has, well, not, not just contingency plans, but he has to set out the trap. He has to tempt someone to. Talk he wants him to over. prove yes. that that he can't trust them. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I do feel like it's kind of like it was very much like off on the side and not tied into anything else. And, oh, like, completely. I think that through these episodes, kind of badly paced. Yes. Agreed. Uh, completely agreed. Um. And they do a And it felt bit. really, this wrap-up felt really abrupt. Right, exactly. Because With the, like, random pictures at the end, like, oh, BT-dubs, Lionel screwed her. Right. Because they crammed the whole, like, the whole end of this thing into this one episode, when for the past, like, two or three, they just had, like, one scene where Victoria was like, I'm still here, bye! Yep. And it's kind of like, Ugh, yep. you could have maybe managed this a little bit better. So much um, better. But yeah. But lol, Smallville writers. Yeah. But I mean, also some like some of the stuff with Lionel is good, and other stuff is like the scenes where they literally are just like, "You hate your father, right?" Yes, me too. Is kind of like I I think we could have guessed that without you like saying it quite right. so overtly. Right, like, it wasn't actually like super subtle to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, that's 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 over now, and none of it's ever really going to come up again. So pretty much. Yep how that works um, uh, okay. yeah then the last thing yes. uh, which is the two scenes that Lex has with Clark um, yes. which start because there's an earlier scene in the episode with Nixon where he's gone to some scientists and like had them do a model of like how the crash could have happened that's a yeah. little bit vague and dubious um, but whatever it results in this like animated computer model of like the car, like, hitting Which Clark. you may recognize if you watch Smallville vids, yeah, it's, because it's, it's used in many Smallville vids. Um, yeah, like, I don't know why Nixon would have access to, like, better scientists. Than, than Lex, Lex right. But... I mean, maybe ones with different what? skill sets? Skill, like, why would a, why would a, like, shady reporter know people who were good at physics modeling? No, I got nothing. <laughs> Like I'm assuming I got nothing and I see the point. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I mean, whatever. That's kind of weird. Right. Um like I, they wanted to tie Nixon into this plot line, so he had to be somehow the source of this. Right. Um but I don't quite understand why. Nah. Uh, nah. Um but yeah, so like then Lex like goes to Clark. Um but this is at the point where like for most of this episode Clark doesn't have his powers. Right. So, like, Clark at this point is like up in the middle of the night trying to complete all his chores because, like, normally he does them in five minutes, but right. now they're taking him in hours and are really hard. Right, and um, <laughs> Clark is like, whoa, not having superpowers is hard. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but, like, Lex drives over there and is like, I would like you to tell me the truth about the car crash, and, like, I don't think, I think that you, I hit you and that you pulled me out and everything, and, yep. you know, and then Clark gets really, like, fucking, like, self-righteous about it, and it's like, why don't you hit me with a hammer if you think that, and, like... He's, like, mending a fence, and he, like, offers Lex the hammer he's using. Yeah. He's like, like well, if you hit me with this anywhere... It's like, what the fuck? Like, you can't, like, he's, he's, you can't be, like... Like, first of all, you're, like, taking advantage of this, like, you know, 
anomaly. Yeah. To, like, that you know, like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But, like, also, he's just, like, being, like, he's, like, he's really mad that Lex is no, doing like, this. And it's, like, Lex is not doing anything wrong. No, I... So here's the thing. I... I am not as angry about this as Alex is, but I do completely agree that, like, Clark's, like, indignation at Lex asking these questions is not... It's, like, like, super... It it doesn't... It's super misplaced and annoying and, like, buddy. And and feels gaslighty. Yeah, it's... I wouldn't say this is white to the point of being gaslighty yet. The, like, why no, don't but you this is like, thing is kind of aggressive in a weird way. So, right. Like, that seems emotionally manipulative. I no, right. Not like, it's like consciously. No, like, no. But this is, like, kind of, like, the beginning yes. of Clark's, yeah. like... Well, and I also... So, like, okay. I remember when I used to not do my homework and then lie to my parents about it, and I do think you get that thing where sometimes, like, I would be, like guilty about lying and no why would you say that (laughs) right and overcompensate with like anger kind of or like indignation um and i can't believe you're even asking me that god i mean that is not a thing that i that that is not how it quite you know i I don't i know that's not how it went with you right i'm (laughs) but But like like, like i think that teenagery like why are you even asking me? God, like, don't you trust? Don't me? you trust yeah. me? Like that's such a like teenager lying right reaction. The thing is, like, I, it's the show does not treat it as being that thing. I feel like no, because the show never actually like very rarely actually treats Clark like he's genuinely a teenager outside of the like dumb teeny romance stuff. Right, and it doesn't like if if he had done that and the show had I would felt like the show had acknowledged that that was like kind of not like. He, he was not in the right in doing that. Why would the show ev- literally ever <laughs> acknowledge that yeah. Jonathan Kent or Clark Kent are not fully 100% in the right? Right, that's the thing I feel like the show does not, like, kind of does treat him like somehow he's in the right for being indignant. And yep. it's like, you have no justification for this. Um, the justification, Alex, is that he's saying it to Lex Luthor, who will one day be a supervillain. Yeah, but right now and he's therefore, just a guy. I know, I'm trying to tell you the uh, the, the writer's I rationale, know, I know, which is the dumbest rationale. Like, that's actually, yeah, but that is, like, increasingly how this works, is, like, like somehow, like, Lex doubting him is bad, because Lex is a bad person, and Clark is a good person, even though Clark is lying, and Lex is entirely right, and, like, it's not bad right. to, like not believe people when they're lying. Right! Like, that's like, not immoral. Or no. Like, what? I don't know. But yeah, and then the later scene where Clark is in the hospital, which I think this is the first time, they don't actually say it's the Smallville Medical Clinic, but, like, after um after Eric throws him, he's got, right. like, bruised ribs? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. And they're at the Smallville Medical Clinic, which you can tell because, like, the walls are, like, purple. Right. Like, in no hospital or medical clinic <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Right. Um... But yeah, so this is the first time we go to the Smallville Medical Clinic, Yay! which we'll see a lot more of in future. Oh, yes. Um, oh, but yeah, yes. and then, like, Lex shows up. Wait, no, is it? Because didn't we see it with, um, what's his name in Jitters? Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, well, whatever. I just noticed this particularly this is, for some reason. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, I noticed it, too. But I don't think this is actually no, it's the, probably first not the first time, time. we've seen it. But yeah, um, Smallville Medical Clinic. Yep. Anyway, um, uh... But yes, so, so like, he's in the hospital, he's got the, the bruised ribs, and there, there's this thing where, like, the doctor wants to give him an x-ray, and they're like, oh, no, we'll just go. And I'm like, 
I mean, I guess I don't know what would happen. Maybe his bones are weird somehow, I guess they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, but then Lex shows up and is, like, apologizes. Yeah. And, like, Clark also first, like, starts with, like, oh, did you come here to see if I was really hurt? Yeah. And then, like, Lex, like, apologizes a bunch and is, like, I had no right to, like, question you or something. Which is, like, a weird, like, you, you do. Like, that's fine. You can question people. Like, you don't have to, what? I don't know. Okay, see, but... Hmm. So I might have a slightly different take on this scene than you do. Because the way that that scene read to me is very much like... So everything that Lex said in that scene is... Lex is a Slytherin, right? No, sure. And everything that Lex said in that scene, like... So, if I had been in that situation, right? If I was, like, actually, genuinely, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I was in the wrong. Yeah. That's not actually how I would have said that. What what he did say is exactly what I would have said if I still felt like I was in the right, but I wanted to get back into the good graces of somebody like Clark Kent, because that's what Clark Kent wants to hear. I mean, like, yes. Like, uh, like that, that scene to me, like, I'm not saying that, like, Lex wasn't, like, genuine or whatever, but what it read more like to me was Lex assessing the situation and being like, well, what is most important to me here is to tell Clark what he wants to hear and just, like, drop this and get back into his good graces because that's what's important to me right now. And so he said what needed to be said in order to do that. Yeah. Okay, I... No, I don't actually disagree with any part of that. Like, because, like, yeah, because, 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 like, I don't... I understand where you're coming yes. from, but, like, that... The the way that you're interpreting it seems to be taking Lex's words at, well, like, no, sort I of don't... a very, like, surface, like, this is genuinely what Lex well, means. No. I mean, like, I don't... I don't necessarily think that, but I'm angry at... I'm, 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 I'm still mad at Clark for wanting... Like, Clark, he's doing that because he knows that's what Clark wants him to do. I'm still mad at Clark for that being the thing that he wants. Okay, that's fair. You know. But I just, yes. like, No, that no, is, absolutely. I, um, I'm pretty sure, that, like, no, I'm, you know. No, totally, totally. Um, but, like, because, like, yeah. no, I don't, I don't so... think Lex was being, like, su- like super, like, I don't think he was super, like, actually sorry. No, no. he wasn't. Um, which, like, is fair because he doesn't have anything to be sorry no, for. No, he doesn't. But, like, I'm still, like, but, mad like, that, like, he needed to do that, given that he didn't have anything to be sorry for, you know? Fair enough. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, also, like, he clearly is, yeah, well, I mean, uh, I don't know, it's just sort of, like, and this is, like, it's fairly minor here, but it gets so, like, it is fucked up that, like, Clark basically keeps keeps forcing him to be, like, either you can be friends with me, or you can, like, want to know the truth, you know? I mean... Like, to be friends with me, you no, have I to mean, at least yes. pretend that you believe the things I say. Part of... It's more and more unreasonable the, the, the more, like, ludicrous his lies get. Part of... So... <laughs> basically, a contingency of Clark's friendship, as the show goes on, is accepting his lies even if you both know they're not true right and um and like it's possible that 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 bothers me more as a ravenclaw who values truth yeah no and Slytherin. like and but see like, like really and this is and i think this is the core of i think like why you get so mad at clark when i don't because like i 
I understand the need to value and protect certain secrets. And, like, well, and the other part of this, too, is that, like, for me, if we both know something's a lie, if you're a good friend, unless this is, like, a situation where, like, you're, like, you're a dangerous addict and, like, I need to, like, we need to stage an intervention. Yeah. I, like, it, well, if this, so, so, I mean, I know what you mean, but, like, it, it does get into stuff where it's, like... I mean, there, there I'm are, not saying that, that, like, that's not totally true, yes, like, right, later. Right. Like, it gets really ludicrous later. But, like, especially yes. at this point, like, even... No, I mean, this isn't whatever, but, like, it's... I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying, but I just think that, like, at this point, like, it's not... It's uh, I, it's not that big a deal to me, I don't think. Like, I, I, I completely understand Clark's point of view of, like... I am not ready to talk about this with anyone. Like, not anyone. No, I mean, like, that's fair. It's more the, like, I'm going to Im be mad at you and imply that you're doing a bad thing if you, like, question me. You know? Okay, I think we're kind of... No, but this is an interesting discussion! Like... Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting discussion, and, like, the thing is that, like, I don't, like... Again, I'm not saying that you don't, you're not, like, fully justified later. It does, it's yeah. not that it, later, Clark doesn't get into, like, a, much later he doesn't get into, like, a super, like, bafflingly self-righteous, like, yeah. unjustified place. But at this point in the narrative, I, I completely understand why he feels like he can't do anything with Lex other than complete denial. No, I guess so. It's, it's, yeah, but I, I mean, it's partly, like, I'm always sort of partly angry at Clark and partly angry at the writers, you know? Yeah. Because it's also, like, well, I feel like the writers so so infrequently, like, acknowledge that Clark is, like, capable of... Yeah. And, like... The writers are terrible. Just, like, unfair on stuff, and but, like, whatever. And frequently, Clark and Jonathan do really questionable things, and the writers present it as a obvious, yeah. like, this is fine. Yeah. Why would you... We're, we're not gonna... Yeah. But, I mean, it's also, like, it's also very much, like, that I do you know all of the later stuff, and this, like, feels like just the beginning of that. Sure. Um. No, I, I completely <laughs> understand where you're coming from, but, like, the other thing, too, is that, like, again, Clark is, like, a teenager who has only known Lex for, like, less yeah. than a year. Like, at this point, like, he doesn't actually, for reals, have any reason no, to yeah. trust him. Sure. With, not with, not with this a secret that could literally ruin his life. Yeah. Um, okay, well, whatever. That's yeah. the pretty much... I think we've covered uh, most of the things. Lex uh, evilness rating. Yeah. One? I think probably one. I mean, it's like the business stuff. Okay, but some of the stuff with Nixon, does that up it to a two? I don't think... See, like, in a lot of the stuff with Nixon, he's very shady. In this instance, I don't think he actually did anything. Like, he had Nixon talk to scientists. Okay, how much do we think that Lex explicitly told him to spy on Lionel to get those, the, like, pictures of him sleeping with Victoria? Do you think Nixon just did that, or did Lex explicitly put his father under surveillance? Would putting his father under surveillance up his evilness rating? Uh, well, that would potentially hit the, whatever, the undue invasion of, or, ex like, excessive invasion of privacy... Which is three, I think. God, I don't know, though. I mean... I mean, I realize it's Lionel, <laughs> but that is technically, like... That is an invasion of privacy. I mean, yes, 
but only on the level of like anyone who has ever hired a private investigator. Yes. Which is not even like illegal. No, that's true. That's true, but the evilness rating does not necessarily no, just No, I know, work. but I, that, I, that wasn't really the kind of thing I was thinking of when I said it. No, I, I don't disagree, That's, but I just bring it up I mean, because like, it's... Also, okay, I, a significant invasion of privacy was our initial wording. Yeah, also we don't actually know whether he told Nexon to do that. Right, exactly. Well, that's why I asked, do we think that Lex instructed him to do so, or... Because, like, significant invasion of privacy, it, that does not actually imply breaking the law or no, like, I know, anything but the, like that. I, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm willing to, also, do we want to, do we want to, like, is this a one, two, or a three? I, I tend to agree with you that it's probably not actually a three. No, we can go with two, with, like, the sort of... Shadiness stuff the, the, with the, Nixon. Well, there wasn't a and lot also, of that. Well, but, and also um, the stuff, I mean... Although I would go so far as to say the stuff with Victoria and her dad was all basically standard business practices. Although this was the reveal that Lex did some underhanded stuff with right. Victoria, but Victoria did yeah. underhanded stuff I mean, that stuff was pretty too. much, like, whatever. But yeah, I think we should maybe say it at two. It's, like, above a one, but only on the kind of cumulative, small... Right, small things level, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. so Lex evilness rating, two. Yeah. So, Rex this week, um, I am wrecking, uh, well, I kind of have a double wreck. Um, I'm wrecking both a fic and a pod fic, which I super deeply love. I've actually, I've listened to the pod fic for this, like, at least ten times, and I've never actually read the text version of this fic. Um, but it's Switch by Rivka T, and the pod fic is by Penny Plain Knits. Yeah, I can, I mean, I haven't heard the pod fic, but, yeah. like, I can definitely see, like, this fic is, like, a really good, like, reread, like, comfort. Yeah, fic, no, it's, it's so good for that. It's, like, um, yeah, I don't, no, my phone doesn't have any stats for how many times I've replayed it, but suffice it to say, it's a lot. I really love this pod fic, and part of that is the reading, but, like, a lot of that is, like, the story yes, well. is just such a good story. So I'm wrecking it this week because this, um, it's a, so it's a body swap fic where, um, Lex and Clark body swap. So it's kind of like the classic. Yes. And I think it is body electri swap electricity and meteor rock related yeah, also. It's like, isn't so. it like an or no. So they're, they're, they're it's actually, Christmas they're putting lights. up Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah. They're putting up Christmas lights on like the Luther grounds. And, um, and, uh, yeah, and there's, like, a mishap or whatever, and they get body-swapped. And, and it's really, really great. And it deals with some of the stuff that, like, we were talking about in this episode with, like, the... Well, I mean, mainly that this episode was dealing with, really, which is, like, yeah. Clark dealing with not having his powers. And I think it actually directly references the events of this episode briefly, where it's like, this is different oh, like it was with Yeah, Aaron, I would not be surprised. If I recall correctly. I don't remember. I haven't, like, immediately re-listened to this, like, in the last, like, couple days, but... Well, no, I was also thinking about this, and, like, one of the, like, some of the stuff that I most vividly remember from that, this fic actually is the stuff with Lionel. Yeah. Too, because, like, the, like, creepiness of Lionel is, like, really... Yeah. Like, I feel like, um... 
yeah, I don't know. You feel that a lot with this. Bit. Yeah, it's like definitely. it's like it's like Clark is so unprepared to try have to try and like do what Lex does with Lionel, right? You know, right? And yeah, so there's a lot of like there's a lot of kind of like the standard body swap stuff, like sort of like Freaky Friday esque stuff, where like yeah. you have to learn to be me, I have to learn to be you. Right. So like and we both have to figure out like you, you know kind of the like figure out that the other person's life is harder than you might have thought right, on the outside right. kind of stuff. Exactly. So in uh, that way, it's sort of like the typical, right. like, Freaky Friday body swap fit. Which is, you but, know, like, that's also just in general, like, a pretty cool It's a trope. great trope. It's a classic trope <laughs> like, for a reason. You know, like, even yeah. outside of fanfic, it's right. like a classic, you know, just, I mean, Freaky Friday, exactly, like, you know. Yes. But the stuff of, yeah, many movies. But, um, but... Yeah, I, I really, really love the, uh, both this fic and pod fic for so many reasons. Just because, like, it's very, hmm, I'm, I'm reaching for words and I'm, like, not coming up with any, but it's just, like, there's something about it that's super engaging and, um, feels super in character. I don't know. I know it always just, I, yeah, Ripcat writes super good Lex voice just all yeah, the time. No, and, like, I, I love, so, I mean, it switches point of view, of right. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love the stuff where, um, where Lex, like, knows all of the curriculum for Clark's <laughs> right. high school yeah. classes, and he's, like, kind of an asshole about it, and everybody's right. like, what happened, Clark? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. he's, like, a snarky asshole to, like, their science teacher or whatever, who, like, thinks he's catching him off guard with, like, a chemistry answer, and Lex is, like, like, just, like, shoots off exactly the perfect answer and, like, proves he knows more than the teacher, because, like, Lex, but then, like, Clark's, and Clark is, like, horrified that he does this, because he's like, oh my god, no, you can't draw attention to yourself, yeah. and it's very, like... Yeah. Because I don't, I do think even, like, it's probably not exactly that Clark... I think the show actually even does mean for Clark to be generally, like, really good at school and stuff. Well, yeah, like, He but wants like, to not attract attention. Right, no, him. but there's, like, good yeah. at school in no, a way exactly, that is, like, exactly. I get good grades in a like, way doesn't that doesn't cause to, like, anybody to, off. like, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Clark very specifically, like, does not show off. Right. And it's really, yeah. and, like, in this fic, like, Lex's whole thing is, like, you know, he does everything very, like does show off, you know? Yeah. And especially in something like a school setting. But then, like, and then, conversely, like, Clark has a lot of trouble at first dealing with just, like, the sort of... Well, no, like, the aspect, the aspect of Lex's life that is, like, about performing, like, right. in various, like, interpersonal ways. Right. That he's just, like, super uncomfortable with. Yeah, right. Like, we're, 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 yeah, everybody needs needs him to... Yeah. One of the other scenes I really always think of with this fic is the, the like, Luther Corp Christmas party. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a central <laughs> scene in this right. fic towards the end, and it's, like, a lot of... Oh, there's a lot of actually interesting stuff in this fic that I love with Lex in Clark's body and Martha, mm. and, like, Lex's feelings about that, and it's very, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of feelings. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then it is also, of course, like, Clark Lex. We haven't actually right. mentioned anything about that. Right. Oh, yes. yeah, I mean, like... That also happens. Basically assume that yeah. almost any fic that we wreck is going to be Clark Lex, unless we, like, explicitly say it's, like, not, or it's Jen, or, like, about other people, or whatever. Right. 
Um, um, but yeah, and yeah, and like I said, the podfic by Penny Plain Knits is absolutely lovely. She's a, a really, really talented podficker and does a, a really good job of bringing to life a lot of the voices in the in the fic. And I don't know, it's just it's a great podfic and a really, really excellent fic, and I love it. And you should check it out. Yep. That's going to do it for our recs. We're going to count that as two, one for the fic and one for the podfic. Uh, so, as always, you can find us on, on Twitter and Tumblr at Talon Podcast. Um, if you didn't see, uh, we are switching the release date to Tuesday. So going forward, it'll be on Tuesday because that works out better for my schedule. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Only 204 more episodes to go.